You want to be the one that walks away alive. And rich. Rest in peace, Dad. Book One. Parties. Now look here. If you were really superior, really superior, you'd have money. And you know it. D.H. Lawrence. One. Nina Riley opened the window in her office in the Star Lake building on Highway 50. Warm air smelling of toast and dry grass drifted in to mingle with the brittle cool of air conditioning. Outside, every shade of rust and gold shimmered in a hot October wind that rustled papers on her desk. In the distance, bright-colored sails waved against the blue backdrop of Lake Tahoe. She could sense a shift in the weather. The sultry air held a tang in it, like the end of something sweet, lemons and sugary tea. Leaning through the opening to catch a ray of sunshine, Nina watched as a man and woman in spotless white athletic shoes, plaid shirts tied around their waists, dropped hands so that the woman could stoop and gather some carrot-colored leaves from the ground. She held her little pieces of autumn like a bouquet, dancing a quick step or two in front of the man on the sidewalk. The man continued walking, apparently unwilling to play the game. Giving up, she resumed her place beside him, dropping her leaves one by one as they went on, like Gretel, leaving behind a trail of crumbs. "'Way to keep this place energy efficient,' Sandy said, standing in the doorway to Nina's office, hands on her womanly hips. Today she wore a fringed blouse and a shiny silver contrabelt that jingled like coins when she moved, khaki pants and cowboy boots, which made her look like an over-the-hill rodeo rider.' Sandy enjoyed dressing for the office, but she would never look the part of a legal secretary. Two years earlier, she had worked as a file clerk at Jeffrey Reasoner's law firm, a couple of miles west on Highway 50. In spite of Reasoner's dissatisfaction with her work, her character, her looks, and her air of superiority, Nina had hired her when she had begun her solo practice in South Lake Tahoe, one of her more astute moves. Sandy knew everyone in town and had a titanic strength of purpose that co-opted or crushed everything in its path. A lawyer starting up a practice in a new place needed to get clued in fast, and Sandy had brought in the vital first clients, organized the office, and installed herself as Nina's keeper. Nina knew law. Sandy knew business. Everyone's business. What a day, said Nina. Not that you'd guess it in here. Hi, eighties, Sandy said. One of the last warm ones this year. Too nice to be inside. That's right. Let's blow this joint. It's 4.15 and I can't think anymore. Not yet. You have a call on line two. Sandy jiggled her eyebrows significantly. Who is it? Lindy Markov's secretary. Do I know Lindy Markov? If you don't, you should. She wants to invite you to a party Mrs. Markov is giving this weekend. What kind of party? She does a lot of charity work and hosts a lot of community get-togethers. This particular shindig is a birthday party for her husband, Mike Markov. Nina closed the window, turning back to her desk. Tell her I'm busy, Sandy. Give her my regrets. But Sandy, a Washoe Native American whose people had practiced stubborn resistance for hundreds of years, gave no sign that she had heard. Lindy and Mike Markov are the biggest employer in Reno. They live up near Emerald Bay. This is a golden opportunity. Why? I'm too broke to be an asset to any worthy causes. Sandy spoke again, her deep voice measured, reminding Nina of Henry Kissinger in his glory years, pushing governments around. 
and that's exactly what you should be thinking about. We're in business here, and we need more money coming in. You've been tapping into your personal account to pay the office rent, haven't you? What could she say? The omnipotent Sandy knew all. Maybe they need a lawyer, Sandy said. I don't like going to things like that alone, Nina said. Paul's coming up this weekend. He called while you were in court this afternoon. He's back from Washington? I thought he was going to be gone longer. Anyway, what's that got to do with... Sandy shrugged. I happened to mention the party. He's up for it. I see, said Nina. He'll pick you up on Friday at six. Don't be late. And if I still say no? Sandy heaved a fulsome sigh, her belt jingling slightly with the strain. Then I'll have to go for you. Someone has to network around here. If you want to pay the rent and the Whitaker bill and Lexus, the new computer, my raise, which raise would this be?